Welcome to episode 26 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Logan, and I am joined by Carlos this week. How's it going, guys? And uh, we uh, break down some Nintendo talk. Uh, We discuss uh, kind of our first impressions of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch, and then uh, kind of dive into our history with Nintendo with our... uh, Top ten favorite games and the consoles that we've owned. So please don't crucify us for our top ten picks. <laughs> please just send us yours, and we'll 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 agree to disagree. There's no reason to crucify my picks because they're the best ten uh, picks possible. Okay, so. now you can crucify Logan's picks. Just don't crucify <laughs> mine. <laughs> it's, you know, I have nothing to worry about. I'm not scared. Come at me. Fight me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun, and uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoy. Yes, please enjoy the podcast. just reached uh you just reached the first uh village yeah yeah the first uh major one i ran into a couple like stables along the way oh um, yeah there's a couple of those um at first i thought they were enemy camps and i went like <laughs> yeah. like was all sneaky and i'm like wait a minute those look like yeah. actual humans i thought because one of them i think they both like have like this huge like head thing on top of them <laughs> yeah and they're like, like dragon heads dragon yeah. yeah i think it's actually a horse head Oh, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole time I've been like, all right, if you see a dragon head, it's a horse stable. No, yeah, horse head makes way more sense. <laughs> no, the, um, uh, there, there's a, there's a one with the, uh, the dungeon nearby. I'm assuming you found that one. With the, oh, the, the, the dungeon with the spikes around it? Or... Oh no! This is a different one. It's like mm. it's the the, vill- the well the stables by a bridge and yeah. There's a uh. there's like a dungeon around it. The the, the one thing I'm noticing because I I went straight to the village and from the village uh-huh. there's there's uh, two main quests that you get mm-hmm. uh, and you can either go and find Link's memories. Um, actually, well, I mean, you can do whatever you want, oh, or you can yeah. go to one of the four sacred beasts and. And start that whole long, arduous process of, I don't know, <laughs> freeing them or whatever you're supposed to do. Uh, but, yeah, I, I so I went really far out. And I, I realized that the way this game, like, the game's like, yeah, you can go wherever the hell you want. But you want, you, you're going to try and fight these guys later on. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna own you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I reined it in real quick. I'm, I'm now, like, trying to explore the area around. Mm-hmm. Um the starting area because I didn't really do that. Yeah, I've been trying to find like as many shrines as possible just so I can get more health and more stamina. Yeah, yeah, same here. I I accidentally though, like in my my quest to do that, I kept going farther. In fact, this is this is a danger with the game 
is that you you look out in the distance and you're like, oh, that looks cool. So you go there and there's something else that happens. And like now I'm inside, like where I'm at in the game, I'm inside the first sacred beast. And I'm like, I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I know. But uh, so uh, your switch is working fine. You haven't been having issues with it or anything like that? No, no. I've been, uh, I played it. Uh, docked yesterday um, with the, the Joy-Cons on the little controller thing. Um, and then I played for a few hours last night uh, in handheld mode. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying how smooth that transition is. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's it's surprisingly good, yeah. Um, and actually, I found that uh, it plays better in handheld mode. Um, I noticed a little bit of kind of like, I don't know, chugging a little bit of uh, framiness um, when playing it on uh, our big TV. I think that might be lag between the system and the, mm-hmm. and the, it's it's just a different way of doing things. And I, well, I remember I, I got it and I looked at it and I'm looking at it right now and I'm looking at the bottom and I'm like, where does the input go in? And I put it on the dock. I'm like, there's no way this, this will work on my TV. I'm clearly doing something wrong. I'm clearly missing a connection. And now it popped right up on my TV. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I, uh, when I was setting it up, I could not get anything to show up, um, for a while. And I realized that the, uh, power, like, uh, power strip that I plugged the, uh, the power into wasn't plugged in. So I was like, <laughs> that's your second time. That's, that's your second time. You did that with your computer too. When you put it together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and power so, don't get along. No, but, uh, yeah, dude, this game's great. Um, yeah, it's, it's exceeding my expectations, but to be fair, uh, like I said, uh, to you guys in chat, the, the last, uh, uh, Nintendo console, home console I owned was um, was a Super Nintendo, so I'd be impressed by just doing anything <laughs> that Nintendo puts out. Um, yeah, no, the uh, what is it? The like the fluidness of how everything just snaps in place. I I remember thinking before it came in, I'm like, I'm so worried that some like it's going to get wore out like super early, and it all feels pretty sturdy. Um, mm-hmm. and the, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is one thing I could say is it does feel a little bit, maybe a little faster in handheld, which is odd. I was expecting more like of a frame drop when you went to handheld because it's like, it's such a really beautiful game. Um, yeah. and granted, this is the only game we have of it right now or for yeah. it right now, but, um, the, no other... what's up? Oh, no other game worth the uh, the money right now, in my opinion. Uh, personally, well, I I'm actually interested in a couple, but at, like at this point, I don't want to buy too many games and mm-hmm. divert my attention because I'm already. I mean, look, look, we have we got Conclave, uh, which you know we all play, um, and then I don't know uh, this game. Uh, I play Final Fantasy fourteen on top of it every now and again. Every <laughs> and like. We League all get Legends. together in the community and play League of Legends. <laughs> or Overwatch. Or Overwatch, or... yeah. So, I mean, there's already a ton of games. And I just recently, it was supposed to come in way, way earlier, and I'm kind of bummed out that it came in around the same time as a Switch, because now I'm not going to use it. I got a Switch, con- or a Switch, I got a, a Steam controller. Oh, really? Yeah, I got it because uh, um, one of the games I'll mention in a bit uh, is on Steam, 
and but it's an old school like uh, Game Boy Advance game that I wanted to play, and I'm like, well, I can't play this with mouse and keyboard. This is stupid. Um, so I, I bought the the Steam controller to you know test it out and all that stuff. But I, I really don't think I'm going to be playing many of those games now that I have Breath of the Wild because that's going to consume all of my effort attention. Yeah, right. It's yeah, like. I feel like I've barely scratched the surface and I've been playing for, you know, what, six hours at this point. Dude, I cannot believe there are people out there, and kudos to you if you're listening, who have already found, like, all the dungeons and are, like, most of the way through the story, if not beaten it. I'm like, hats off to you, especially if you did it without <laughs> the strategy guide, hats off to you. <laughs> How do you not get distracted by every little thing in this game? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the next thing I want to do is tame a horse. I uh, see. I've I've jumped on top of a horse and like rode it for a long time. Uh, I need to figure out how to tame it. Like, how do you do? You take it to a stable and like buy a saddle. Um, no, so there at one of the uh, the stable things, there were a couple of kids that were um, standing out there, and they kind of tell you about horses and stuff. And they said that the way to tame a horse is just to ride it. And whenever it gets kind of uh, unruly or whatever, you have to soothe it. Yeah. And if you soothe it enough, I guess eventually you can uh, tame it. Crap. Yeah, no, because I, I I had a horse last night. I'm not sure if you were on when I was when I was uh, farting around with the horse because no. they really they don't like water, and so I had to oh, find yeah. long ways around. Uh, uh, these areas because I wanted to keep the horse, and yeah, you just keep soothing it, and you see this like little like uh, red things or whatever yeah, pop off, yeah. off off of them um but yeah i was like well how do i get this horse back and i'm thinking um on the on the left joy con there's the buttons that are supposed to be like the d-pad and if you push uh-huh. down uh he does like this whistle thing i'm thinking that if you get the horse tame it'll be yeah, like red dead redemption where the horse will just come to you or like you know, Ocarina of Time, where you whistle and Epona comes or whatever, you play the song. <laughs> I never played Ocarina of Time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, have it at 64. <laughs> the worst. I, it's on the DS, 3DS as uh, well. I might have to. People people have been giving me crap for that for <laughs> I don't know how long. Um, now I had I had games like Crash Bandicoot, which, you know, side tangent, I am super stoked for the HG remake of that. Me and, me and my sister... Uh, are actually going to go visit our dad, uh, who lives about an hour and a half away from us, uh, and we're going to play that game because when we were kids, we we had you know fond memories of playing with him, and this was the last time mm-hmm. Dad was ever better than us at video games, <laughs> except Madden. Dad still kicks my ass at Madden, uh, but we would we would sit there and we'd play, and like when we couldn't beat a low, we'd be like, Dad, take care of this, and he'd you know beat it real quick. But we had a young dad, so. Anyway, side tangent, side uh, yeah. tangent. <laughs> my my dad's like the opposite. He's uh never been great at video games, but he loves video games. Oh yeah, I heard uh, him last night. Uh, uh, it sounds like he was real into it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he loves it. But it's like because uh, so I played through the the starting area mm-hmm. in the game, and then I uh, pass it over to him so he could start out his game. And just watching him play, it's painful sometimes. And I think <laughs> I think watching anyone play video games is painful because you see other things than they do. Um, but yeah, it's oh, good. I mean, oh no, the, fun. So sometimes it can be fun. Uh, I'm I'm 
I can't really think of any that come to mind for myself, but uh, uh, shout out to DJ from the, uh, uh, well, from our Discord channel and from the uh, Finger Poke of Doom podcast. Um, <laughs> he told me a story that I guess when he was in high school, he was playing Chrono Crusade and uh, two of his buddies, one of them being uh, my good friend, Glenn, uh, were sitting on his bed with uh, the strategy guide uh, telling him, oh, you're coming up to a real bad fight here. Or like, yeah, like giving him crap about what he was doing. <laughs> so like, you could have fun watching people play video games. Oh, but I, sure. I agree that there is a, it's much more fun to be the one playing. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool because despite us playing the same starting area, like he found different stuff than I did and he did things in a different way. Like, so, um, you know, I don't think it's a spoiler necessarily to say that there are four shrines that you have to find before you can really open up the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's and, it's a, like the tutorial level, but it, it they do it so well. It's that yeah, annoying it's, like menus. Awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but there's one that's like up on a hill or up on a mountain um, that you can see from you know this tower that you uh, unlock and whatever. And so me and like trying to figure out how to get out there. I could have just kind of climbed straight up this little cliff face. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, being new to the game and not really knowing, just kind of exploring, I ended up climbing all the way around the mountain <laughs> and barely making it. Like my stamina meter was like oh. in the red. Oh, okay. That's the one that like, there's like a cliff face and there are several like little ledges that you can stop on uh-huh. to... Okay, yeah, yeah I yeah. went up that one regular, but the the other one, the one in the snow, uh-huh. I ran all the way to that one. And for those of you who don't know, when when Link's in snow in this game, he takes damage unless he's got either a warm clothes on, b food that helps him resist cold, uh, or c like a torch. I didn't know any of that, so I'm running through <laughs> the snow, eating Wait, all my you... healing items as I go, <laughs> and I barely a, made it. If you have a torch, you're Safe from the cold? Uh, I'm not sure if it's just a regular torch, but like mm. the, the way I figured this out is uh, there's like those little goblin dudes, right? And yeah, the goblins. Yeah. Th- uh, there, there are, is like a little group of them in front of the dungeon in the, the snowy area. And uh-huh. they have a campfire. So I ran and I got near the campfire. I'm like, oh, good. I'm safe for a little bit. And I can fight them around here. Well, they knocked me back. And so I'm in the snow. So I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But one of them had, like, it wasn't so much a torch, it's just, like, a stick on fire. Like, there's, like, a torch that's, like, controlled, <laughs> yeah. and there's, like, stick on fire that he's holding for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> and I picked it up, and I held it, and, and walked around, and I was fine. I'm not sure hmm. if, it, if a regular torch does that for you, but stick yeah, on fire does. Experiment with that. Mm. Yeah. It's there's a lot to the game. It's it's really good. Yeah, um, it's really expensive. And and I love like you said though, like like with your dad, me, you and JD as well have been playing this game uh for a while now, like at least a day or two. And um and we are all doing different things. Yeah. So JD's off to and who knows what. I yeah, I didn't understand half of the stuff that he was doing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no, uh but, uh I saw that you like the the one time we kind of intersected is is uh, when you were you saying that you were you saw the the stone talus 
Like it's like the first big boss you see in the game. Oh my god! Yeah, there I I discovered two of them, and I don't I can't fight those things. They're Stone Talus and they're Stone Talus Senior, and they are a pain to fight. But like it's it's not really that hard. You just gotta recognize patterns and stuff like that. And and that way, I really appreciate it because it it really makes me think of um I can't really call many games to mind, but like NES games where. Like Mega Man, or hell, even like Mike Tyson's Punch Out, where you had to like recognize a pattern in a boss and then get around it, but it took mm. so many tries because they like <laughs> they, it's punishing. I mean, it's I, hard, dude. I fought I a, a lot. I fought a a centaur, uh, like a big centaur dude, uh, yesterday, and it took me so many tries because he one hit me. He one uh-huh. hit killed me like every time. <laughs> yeah, like the. In the starting area, there's a like this little skull cavern thing just off to the side um, that has a bunch of regular bokoblins and then like a blue kind of like more powerful one. Yeah. And I uh, there's a way that you can set off these bombs in there. So I did that and I thought they had all died. So I tried walking in there. He just came rushing out at me, smacked me in the face and I died <laughs> <laughs> like 15 minutes into the game. It was great. I, I'm loving the uh, the death montages. Uh, Cubay shared one with us uh, yeah. on the Discord channel. His people like the million ways Link can die in this game. Um, his stamina meter is a little weird, but I, I think that kind of mm-hmm. adds a little, another element of challenge to the game. For sure. Yeah. Like, uh, so there's no, um, no hearts to get in the game as far as I can see, like in the wild or whatever. Um, like heart containers, like in oh, previous Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only way you can get more hearts is through getting these spirit orbs or whatever. Yeah. So I ended up using my first, uh, like, uh, I don't know, renewal of spirit orbs for more stamina instead of hearts. I I used my first two, because uh, you have to get four. So I used my two yeah. first two sets of four on hearts. And this last one on stamina, and I think this next one because I'm I think I'm at three, uh, so the next one I get will probably use on another heart. But that's because I've noticed that uh, enemies have. I mean, there's armor. And I'm not sure how big of factor armor plays into like damage and stuff like that. I imagine yeah, kind of, but I, I notice they have like a set damage, like how much they they take off of you, mm-hmm. um, like the centaur guy. <laughs> That I was talking about. I have five hearts right now. Uh, if I was at full hearts and he hit me once, I'd be knocked down to a quarter heart. So, <laughs> so he had a set number of like, uh, of, yeah, damage. Yeah, damage. So I, I, I ended up having to like just keep my, my heart meter at full every time I got hit. But <laughs> I, I definitely like to be able to fight higher end guys with more hearts, but I, I can see why stamina would be on a lot of people's mind, especially since there are some places you can't get to without mm-hmm. having a more stamina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Well, uh, why don't we kind of, uh, transition into the main, I guess, topic of the, the podcast this week. And oh, we're going to, before we do that real quick, yeah. I, I, I'll, let's, let's get, I, I want to sit down and, and granted this is, this is entirely like we're, we're still very new to the game. I want to get our rating of this game. First impression rating, like first I-chan damage impression. report, first impression. 
First impression rating. Wow. Okay. Uh, Putting you on the spot. I'm... <laughs> oof. Oof. I'll I'm go ahead. And, to... I'll go ahead and give yeah, mine. Um, yeah, you give yours. I want. I and it, this is again first impression. I'm gonna say four point five out of five hearts. I yeah. would give it a five. The only thing is, and I I kind of agree with JD on this. It's very open, and there are some times where there's a whole lot of nothing to do. Um, but it's not that far. Like it, I, it would be a much lower rating if it was like huge expanses of absolutely nothing. Um, it's just little tiny, you know, bits of yeah. of nothing. And even then, I think enemies are like procedurally generated. Uh, in that, like like skeletons will pop up out of the ground at night, mm-hmm. or, or yep. uh, so it's not that bad. The only other issue I have is sometimes, very rarely, but sometimes a camera can get a little wonky. Um, yeah. and it's like, especially in a fight with a big boss, uh, I, I've had issues, um, with that. It's not really, and there's another thing that it's not really on the game. It's more on the switch. It's a little too easy to click down on the joy con and make, <laughs> make link crouch. So you were defending with your shield and now you're trying to sneak away from the enemy who's like two feet away from you. So yeah, that's a little knock on the switch. It's not really that bad, but yeah, I'm going to say 4.5 out of five. I'm really loving this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would probably say a 4.5 as well. I um, I, w- I definitely want to see more of the story before um, I really give like a full opinion on it. But uh, I- I've loved pretty much everything oh that's another thing though uh okay i i don't mind dubs i really like dubs uh i really wish i could change the language setting in this game though yeah only for one character zelda (laughs) for zelda yeah yes no nothing on the 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 english voice actress i'm not sure if she's british she's got a british accent british yeah uh and I'm like, I never really imagined Zelda like that. And mm-hmm. maybe that's just me. Has Zelda been voiced before? Aside from those I, awful, awful uh, Laserdisc games? I don't think so. Or the cartoon? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's weird to me. I'll get over it. I'll get used to it. It's not really that big of a knock on the game. I just wish I could change. Like, it, it, I don't imagine it would be terribly hard. Wouldn't it just be changing files and adding a menu? I, I don't know. I'm not a um, game developer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, I don't think it would be too terribly difficult, but who knows? I mean, I think the hardest part is doing the the localization for a game. So, you know, getting it dubbed, uh, changing the script and all that. Yeah, exactly. So, like making it fit, another, like maybe making the, the cutscenes fit another language might exactly. be a little harder. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Back to what we were saying. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're going to just kind of uh, talk about our history with uh, Nintendo um, and go through um, what consoles we've owned um, and what our top 10 favorite games are for uh, Nintendo as a whole. Awesome. Um, And, uh, well, actually, you know what? Before we do that, let's just run down um, what games are out on the Switch currently and uh, a few games that are coming up pretty soon. (laughs) <laughs> okay um, yeah yeah just kind of get it out of the way uh so of course we've got breath of the wild out right now um and then i know jd is playing super Bomberman. i've i've never played a Bomberman game <laughs> yeah me either, me either i've watched a little bit of uh of uh some gameplay and it looks kind of like a kind of puzzly kind of uh 
game as well. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, one, two switches out the game. No one wants. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there are people playing it and like people get it for their kids and stuff. It just, a game that you don't play or that you play while not looking at the screen does not sound appealing to me. And it's fifty dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Five zero. That I mean, didn't Wii like Sports come with the Wii? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is like the equivalent of the packing game that you would get with like you know Wii Sports with the Wii, Wii Resort with the Wii U. Um, game or game? Um, that that's this is one thing I I can say is it, I notice that that uh, console makers aren't doing that anymore though. I mean, you remember when they used to come with a game? Uh, or at the very least, like a demo disc. I love the PlayStation demo (laughs) disc. The PlayStation demo disc had so many games I never got, but I had a ton of fun just playing like the opening levels. Yep. So I don't know. Game development companies, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shovel Knight is out, I believe. Um, and there's, there's two versions of Shovel Knight. Um, I forget the actual name of them. I think one the, the the one with DLC is Treasure Treasure Box or Treasure Trove something like that Treasure Trove yeah something like that so there's yeah Shovel Knight and then Shovel Knight Treasure Trove um, Treasure Trove comes with all the DLC uh, Just Dance 2017 is out for all you dancers out there you know I was mm-hmm. actually surprised uh, the other the other day I was uh, perusing around um, Twitch uh, mm-hmm. and I found that there are a good number of people who stream just dance and all these dancing games huh mm-hmm. i guess that could be fun yeah i mean watch. if you're really into dance uh especially like uh for those of us who go to anime cons you always see them there's there's the there's always a stage and there's always people uh who like get get all dressed up in cosplay and do dances or people who you uh-huh. know. so i you know i'm sure that there's definitely a community for that and for them there you go just dance 2017 <laughs> um Fast RMX, which is a racing game, uh, kind of a very fast-paced, uh, tight course with boosts and stuff like that. Um, Snipper Clips, which is a kind of puzzle co-op game where you're pieces of paper and you have to cut each other into certain shapes to achieve different things. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks really interesting. Yeah. Um, then I Am Setsuna, which I know nothing about. Uh, it's a It's a Japanese... RPG. It's, it's got a, like a turnstile combat system. I didn't really look too far into the story, but from what I hear, the story's really good. The or the well, some people say the story's good. Some people say the story's decent. Uh-huh. I, I looked up a few of uh, reviews. A lot of people like the combat system, but from what I hear, uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to kind of break it and make it like mm. ma- make it so that your characters can like one shot uh, entire encounters. Sounds um, nice. And the. I guess the uh, surrounding area, like all the, all the setting is like kind of bleak uh, in that it's um, all like snow, snow capped mountains, snowy forests, all that stuff. But mm. I hear people saying, yeah, I didn't like that because it was kind of boring. And other people saying, well, that kind of adds to the uh, ambiance, like the, the way the, like I guess the story is very somber and stuff like that. So I'm interested. I might pick it up, uh, especially if I finish Breath of the Wild and nothing interesting has come out after that <laughs> uh, but i don't know yeah um that's it for games out currently i know there are more kind of a uh, uh more japanese games that you can get um but that's it on the american store 
Um, some games coming out soon, though. Uh, Blaster Master, which I believe comes out this Friday. Do you Thursday, know anything Friday? about that? I know nothing about it. Yeah, me neither. I, <laughs> I just listed it because I'm like, well, it's there. But I'm, I looked at it. And from like, granted, this is just from the art, and you should never judge a book by its cover, blah, blah, blah. It looks like, like the cover art reminds me of Beyblade. I know that's not at all what it's like, <laughs> but like that's what the like I saw it, and I'm like, oh, Beyblade. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard people talk highly of it, but I think it's like a remake of an old game. Oh, well, then I'll have um, to check it out. I, I'm going to get yeah. a lot of angry. <laughs> Hopefully nobody knows what it is, so I don't get any angry yeah. comments. <laughs> uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris uh, comes out April 25th. And that's I've heard a, good things about that one. Yeah, it's it's a, a fun looking game where it like mixes uh, two different kind of uh, Tetris style games, I guess you could say. Um it looks uh, kind of difficult, but uh, if you like a challenge, definitely uh, look into that one. Hmm. And then April twenty eighth question mark is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. I put I put a question mark on that one because the news on the news tab in the Switch it says it comes out April twenty eighth, but on hmm. the storefront it still says to be determined. So gotcha. I'm hoping yeah, it comes out. I'm really excited for it. I haven't played a Mario Kart game since Super Nintendo, so pretty stoked they're good yeah i did get to watch uh when i was in oh i think just out of high school just before i went in into the military uh me and a buddy went to there's a there's a science museum or a tech museum i'm sorry in san jose and we went to a video game tournament and they were doing halo uh double dash <laughs> and something else and i got to watch the finals the, they did the finals of halo and the finals of double dash on the imax screen and Double Dash okay. looked like a lot of fun. It, it was, yeah. It was a definitely a, a different take on the uh, Mario Kart formula, but it was it was pretty good. Have you played all of them since N sixty four? Um, I think so. Hmm. I want to say yes, but I could be I could be missing one or two. I'm sure I maybe can't. like a DS one or something that like. Uh, past you. I, mean, I, I played one on DS uh, one or two I think yeah I don't know I would have to look at all of my games and stuff <laughs> readily available um, but yeah okay so why don't we uh, now transition let's into, transition <laughs> yes for the third time um, we're the worst let's by, yeah let's just start by naming the uh, the consoles that we did own so people can uh, you know boo and hiss and, uh, <laughs> write scathing emails about how you know, I don't play enough older video games. And I don't play enough newer uh, ones. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, uh, since I have more consoles listed here, I'll go ahead and start. Go ahead. Uh, my first console was the Nintendo 64. Um, and I got that... It was like a, a family Christmas present when I was like... I don't know. It came out in, what, 99, 98, something like that. So I would have been like 7 or 8. <laughs> um, then uh, a GameCube... And then Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced, and then the Game Boy Advanced SP. Uh, then the the DS XL, um, and then the 3DS XL. Wow, were there other DS consoles? Now I'm thinking about it. There were regular DSs, but hmm. I think I might have owned a regular DS. Um, 
I don't remember though. And yeah, uh, no. I mean, unless you owned a two DS, I'm not sure why you'd want one though. No, no, I certainly did not. Um, and a Wii, a Wii U, and now the Switch. Nice. All right. Well, yes. my list is significantly shorter. Um, I say I own, but it wasn't really mine. Of uh, I played my very first console ever was a Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, first, my Uncle Scott's, and then my Theo Johnny's. Um, and my very first console I owned was a Super Nintendo, which was a Christmas present in. Uh, uh, when did it come out? I don't know, early 90s. I was a little kid. It, it, it's one of the first Christmas presents I can remember opening because I remember I was super stoked because it came with Mario World and I knew who Mario was. Um, uh, then I owned, okay, again, not mine, but I played it a lot. Uh, my uncle's Game Boy, the original one. Uh, played a lot of Tetris on that. Uh, and then I owned a Game Boy Color. That was another Christmas present. Uh, I owned a Game Boy Advanced SP, a DS. I'm not sure what kind it was. I bought it. In, <laughs> I bought my DS in Bahrain. Uh, yeah, when really? I when I was on deployment. Wow. <laughs> uh, the store clerk had no idea how to speak English, and I I was just hoping against hope it wasn't region locked in. It wasn't. <laughs> they they got nice. this the American ones for whatever reason. Uh. And then I, I wrote down Wii. I didn't technically own it. Uh, when I was in, I bought it for my, my family. But I did come home and I played it uh, from time to time. Uh, not anything really important. Mostly just Wii Sports and Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I own a 3DS and now a Nintendo Switch. A 3DS XL. The, the new one. The new 3DS. Yeah. There you go. That one. New 3DS. Yeah, I had to get it because Monster Hunter was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a Monster Hunter game. They're so much fun, but they're it's it's super grindy, but it's strangely addictive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so we have uh, both listed ten of our favorite games, uh, which was hard to uh, hard to narrow down. For me, it was it was harder to find ten games <laughs> because wow, okay. I mean, it, it, I love I loved my time on Nintendo, but you got to realize that when I was playing uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo and all that stuff, my dad was kind of a single parent, so I didn't have a lot of games. So I don't re- remember having a lot. I we went to, I guess, kind of dates me. We we used to go to Blockbuster a lot, and I'd get games, <laughs> but you can't yeah. really finish a game in that time span like you try your hardest Seven days or whatever yeah 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 Yeah. um i'll go ahead and start us out and we can just uh trade back and forth um my 10th favorite game uh for nintendo is uh yoshi story for the nintendo 64 Hmm. it is a very charming um kind of uh platformer where you play as yoshi or various yoshis and just make your way through the levels, uh, playing through this kind of cute story. Um, I watched some video of it the other day because I haven't played it in a while, and it looks like still looks pretty good, um, surprisingly good for being a N sixty four game. That's impressive. Yeah, like a eighteen year old game at this point, sixteen year old. Um, so yeah, I, I have very fond memories of playing that. The soundtrack is extremely, um, what's the word for it? Like gets stuck in your head. Um, catchy, catchy. There you go. That's the word. 
uh it's good it's good it's a lot of fun i highly recommend if you get the chance to play it you do now, it's not i not never played long. it is it a platformer like other mario games i have no idea it's uh yeah yeah it's kind of more it's bigger than like uh say like a super mario bros uh-huh um but it is kind of that you know you go left to right on the screen it's 2d ish um 2d world 3d kind of you know look to it nice. uh and you just yeah you have to kind of choose paths and collect fruit and uh and what exactly is yoshi like his purpose in the game he's the the main character well i mean um, is, is he trying to like find mario or what's going on like what's, this, what's the basic honestly, story I couldn't, I couldn't tell you at this point oh um it's, it's been so long since i played it um I think, because I know I don't Baby know, Mario was just like protect Baby Mario or whatever. Yeah, I think they the the Yoshi's just uh, wanted to get fruit and make everyone happy. I think that was essentially <laughs> what it was all about. Well, I mean, yeah, and to be fair, you were younger when that game came out, so like I, I imagine yeah. story didn't really play a big role for you. You just wanted to, you just wanted yeah. to play a game. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. All right. Well, you're up. Move on to my uh, my number ten. This is the very first game I ever ever played. Uh, Super Mario Brothers slash Chuck Hunt, and I didn't write in, but slash Track and Field. But come on, I never played Track <laughs> and Field. Who played Track and Field? My dad did when he was a younger. Did man. you have the uh, the little gun? I did have the gun, and we actually did yes. have the the, the trackpad uh, for Track and Field. Mm. There was like a pad that you run on. Um. <laughs> and my dad, uh, the, the, my dad used to uh, play it. Um, he said you'd you'd run, 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 and then you just hop off, and it would register that you jumped. <laughs> you just hop back on. So there like there's a way to cheat it. Um, nice. Yeah. No Mario. Many hours of of me and my cousin uh, Andrew, who's uh, what three, three or four years younger than me. We used to play. Uh, of course, I was always Mario because I'm the older one. <laughs> and then uh and then duck hunt i mean if you don't know what mario is i don't know what to tell you <laughs> like the original mario platformer save the princess easy peasy uh and then duck hunt was an infuriating game where you tried to shoot ducks out of the air while a dog makes fun of you and you, know, you can't shoot the dog no matter how hard you try <laughs> uh it's a sad day yeah so uh that's my number 10 and mostly for nostalgic reasons i mean Clearly, it's not it's not my favorite Mario. Well, we'll get to my favorite Mario later. But all right, your next one, man. Uh, for number nine, I have Fire Emblem Awakening, which was the first uh, Fire Emblem game that I played. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the um, the format of the game, the combat style, kind of the the strategy that uh, the game required. Um, it was different than anything I, I had played previously. Because I never really played like turn-based. Uh, it's not an RPG. Turn-based uh, strategy just, games, yeah. Yeah, turn-based strategy games, yeah. So. So you never um, played like I mean, granted, this is going away from Nintendo, but like a Civ or hell, even going no. back to Nintendo, you never played like Advanced Wars or anything like that. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Yeah, I don't know why, but those games never really, uh, never really clicked with me. So. Gotcha. But uh, I think what what really like sold me on the game. Was hearing that you could marry people off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And so that was like my main like driving force in playing the game was like, who am I going to match up with who? And then I got to get, you know, got to get the deed done so I can get the kids. That that definitely um, wasn't my, the, the thing that sold me on the game, but I was surprised at how much I enjoyed doing it. So yeah. I got to agree with you there. However, I, I disagree with your placement. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's good. It made my list. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a great game. Well, I'll get into it later. I'm full it's of my nostalgia. <laughs> um, my number nine is Donkey Kong Country. It is one of the hardest platformers I've ever played. I hear DK Country 2 is harder, but I've never played that game. Uh, I huh. didn't have it. Uh, you play, you know, if you've never seen it or anything, I pity you. You play Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, I don't really remember the story, what he was trying to accomplish. Uh, I remember, there, like, the last level, I guess spoilers, is you fight an alligator on a pirate ship who was apparently doing bad stuff, but you don't really care about the story <laughs> in that game. Mostly you're just trying to, like, get your timing down on on your runs or like they have these crazy minecart levels that are infuriating sometimes. Um, yeah, no, if you've never played it, I think it's out for, for a few different systems. Definitely give it a shot. If you like platformers and you like being okay. frustrated out of your mind for, Oh, perfect. <laughs> there you go. DK country. <laughs> it's a great game. Oh, okay. You You're next. Next. <laughs> Uh, my number eight would be uh, Paper Mario, the original Paper Mario. Um, this was, you know, it's another kind of a. It's not really a platformer, I guess. It's it's a three D. It's kind of like one of the uh, the first kind of like RPG style games that I played. Um, and the the art style itself really kind of like sucked me in because uh, it's so different than anything I had uh, seen previously um it's about mario or everyone in this world is like that's so strange it's like 2d character sprites in a 3d world um and he's you know of course i think you know trying to save princess peach (laughs) from bowser as always as always um but uh it was just so different from any other uh mario game i had played for uh previously um and I really enjoyed the the uh, RPG aspect of it. Now, uh, this came out on the really GameCube, right? Uh, no, this one was on the 64. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Was the second one GameCube or was the second one also 64? Uh, I believe the second one was GameCube. I usually um, hear, like, when, when people list their favorite Mario, Paper Mario, it's usually the second one. Uh, so it's interesting. Really good. It's interesting to hear you list uh, the first one. But I, I Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never was, really played one, but from what I understand, each one is a different variant on some kind of thing to do with paper. Is like the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun, and the the writing is usually very good. Hmm. So, yeah. Hopefully, it comes to the it's Switch so shot. I can give it a shot. Yeah, I would love a Paper Mario on the Switch. Uh, all right. So my next one, I have to admit, uh, I didn't actually play on the console but it came out originally on the console it's called shantae <laughs> the original one was for the game boy color it's about a uh half genie half human girl who 
is constantly trying to save this like small Arabian town from pirates and whatnot. Uh, Hmm. It's a platformer. Uh, She uses her main attack is she uses her hair like a whip. Um, (laughs) And it has this really fun mechanic where uh, she's a, because she's, you know, Arabic in, in like, I don't know, some un- unannounced time. She's a belly dancer and she, you can, <laughs> you can do different belly dances and she'll, it, it like turns her into animals. Like certain combinations yep. of dances will turn her into like, she'll be a monkey so she can jump higher or she'll be, I don't know, an animal that can get into small spaces. I forget what, what all they are, but it's just a really fun and interesting like twist on the 2d platformer. Uh, I'm actually going back and playing through them right now, like all the ones I missed because I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. Uh, and I didn't know when it'd come out on the DS. So <laughs> the, I just found out that one came out last year. And I'm like, oh my god, there are three games that I never played. Uh, I played the original one. Uh, so I, I got them. Again, I, I'm not getting them for the original consoles, but this is these are the consoles they came out on. So this, this is my excuse <laughs> for having her here. I have them on Steam. I recently got a Steam controller. I think I said that before. Um, so I'll be playing them with that controller and enjoying no, that. A new one just came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, so. I have I have plenty of Shantae to look forward to, and <laughs> I can't wait. Like I, I again, I, I haven't owned a, a Nintendo console since the SNES. Uh, so I didn't really play a whole lot of Smash. I played a little at friends' houses. I've always been terrible because I, the Nintendo controllers have always baffled me. Um, but I'm hoping that in the iteration of Smash Brothers that comes to the Switch, because it's going to happen eventually, I'm hoping Shantae's a character, because I would love that. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of characters that they could uh, still add that they haven't, you know, tapped the potential of. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Super Smash Brothers, that is the <laughs> next game on my list uh, at number seven. Um, this was the multiplayer game um, for me, my brothers, my friends. Uh, if you know people came over to play video games, it was to play Super Smash Bros. Um, and it's just so much fun. Um, do you have a favorite character? In Super Smash Bros? Uh, like I said, I haven't played a whole lot. Uh, okay. Of what I have played, I played a little of the N64 when I was uh, middle school, maybe early high school, I don't remember. Um, I li- and I liked Pikachu. Um, okay. And then I Pika played Thunder. a little of the one on the Wii. Um, mm. Was that the one with... Uh, I want to say that was Melee. Yeah, was that the one with Salt Snake in it? I th- I, I enjoyed so. playing him when I when I got to play him. It was interesting, <laughs> and uh, and Meta Knight. But that's because I could just mash buttons and win. <laughs> I, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever does. Um, my favorite character was always Link. Uh, I just loved, uh, you know, his his move set. His uh, like ground pound with the sword that would send people flying. His uh, spin to win move, <laughs> uh, good stuff. And you know, I for a primarily multiplayer game, I feel like Super Smash Brothers had a surprisingly good campaign. Really, um, I've heard I've heard not, mixed reviews on that one. 
Yeah, it, I mean, there's no like real story or anything, but the the number of uh, like kind of they send you through a number of stages that you know sometimes involve you fighting other um, computer characters or uh, going through kind of like a maze or having to traverse the space and collect these things. It had a lot of variety that the you know the combat aspect of the game didn't necessarily have in the multiplayer mm-hmm. so it was it was you know whenever you got kind of tired of the multiplayer you would just take turns doing the campaign and it was a lot of fun have you um uh, i4 didn't have the campaign right they did away with it uh i haven't played the most recent one so i don't know um have you heard the fan theory about the campaign in super smash brothers no uh, so apparently at the end of each campaign, you play a, or you fight against a hand. Yeah. And the level designs are all different in each one. And the theory is that the hand, like the characters are toys and the hand is the kid playing uh-huh. with them. And each game is a different iteration of the kid's adolescence leading up until, up into puberty. Uh, there's a, a fantastic YouTube channel, the uh yeah the game theorist video game theorist something like that game theory something like that uh i've I've watched a few of his stuff and that was one of his he's he's an interesting dude he he has a lot (laughs) of those game theories uh, a podcast i listen to um idle thumbs they have like (laughs) this like kind of like seemingly long-running joke now about um this whole like you know mario thing I don't want to ruin it. You should go listen to it. Just go listen to their most recent uh, podcast because they like dive deep into like Mario theories and Super Smash Brothers does come up and the uh, the idea of the hands is mentioned in that. So hmm. um, you should definitely go listen to it because it's like it's insane and crazy and hilarious uh, what they talk about. So um, idle thumbs. Look it up. Good stuff. <laughs> I don't um, all right. Uh, Let's see. So yeah, you. My number seven is Metroid and Super Metroid. I just shoved them both in there since they both kind of <laughs> work out the same. Uh, as a kid, this was a super frustrating game for me, just like DK Country. But like it was where DK Country was like frustrating. And oftentimes I would leave it for like a week or weeks at a time because I'm like, I have this game. Metroid <laughs> like always felt rewarding to me. And that, like, I, I I never played with the game guide, uh, partially because my dad wouldn't buy me a game guide. <laughs> he <laughs> thought it was a waste of money. So, I, you know, figuring out stuff, when you found items, you felt so good. Um, and, like, using them, like, to unlock areas that you'd found before, like, oh, that's what that's for. Uh, it was a great little bit of puzzle inside the standard side-scrolling shooter because I'd been playing, you know... Contra and Mega Man and all that stuff and those are fun uh, and and I guess you could say Mega Man kind of has a puzzle aspect in the the order in which you beat bosses but this was uh-huh. like more so for me it's like figuring out how to do things uh was a lot of fun um and then Super Metroid was fun because <laughs> Uh, when she died she was naked i'm just kidding <laughs> it was just it was just but really though. yeah it was it was just uh it was better looking uh and it was more of the same so that's why i put them together uh great games if you never played a metroid um if you never played the older metroids i kind of pity you because they're a lot of fun puzzle they're really fun puzzle games the uh 
only thing I can say uh, against them is is there really isn't a whole lot of story if you're into that. But then, I mean, most of the old school <laughs> games, you didn't really get a whole lot. The, in Super Metroid, you get a little bit more if you're really paying attention. But most of the time, especially as a kid, you're just clicking through like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me shoot stuff. <laughs> Uh, I hear Prime is really good, but I've, again, never owned a GameCube, so hopefully it comes to the Switch. I have never played a Metroid game. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a lot of fun, but they are they are frustrating. <laughs> um, number six on my list is 007 Goldeneye. Uh, this was like the first kind of shooter that I was allowed to play so as a... <laughs> kind of a special place in my heart um and you know i went and looked back on you know like some video and some screenshots of it and it does not look like it holds up at all no, it looks god awful um, it looks awful but i had uh, i had a lot of fun with it i had a good time with it um in the 007 franchise i would say Nightfire is probably the far superior game um yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like that? Oh, um, you you tweet at him. Don't tweet it at Americade. You tweet at yeah, Logan Rogers. Come at me. Come <laughs> at me with two S's. Logan Rogers with two S's. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, and uh, that's all I have to say on that. Yeah, I, I actually come fight me. I've, I've played uh, Goldeneye like a couple times at friends' houses who had it. I. This is where, like, this is where I I grew my hatred of that stupid controller. I hate the N sixty four controller. <laughs> I love With it. The, I'm, the re, like when we were looking for game consoles, I purposely said PlayStation because that controller looked like a nightmare <laughs> and a half, and it held like a nightmare and a half. Kind of. Uh, people's hands don't work that way, Nintendo. Anyway, uh, on to my <laughs> number six. Um, this is a this was the game for which I got a a Game Boy Color for Christmas in I don't know somewhere in the late nineties. Uh, Pokemon Blue, yes, I got blue. I didn't get red. I didn't care. Uh, I I pretty much told my mom, Pokemon Red or Blue, whatever's available in the store. And I guarantee you, everyone else is everyone else was like, get me red, get me red, get me red. It was the same game, guys. It's it's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, my first Pokemon or experience with Pokemon, much like everyone else. It's what started my, my collecting Pokemon cards. I don't anymore. As a matter of fact, I wish yeah. I knew where my Pokemon cards were because I probably worth <laughs> a lot of money. Um, yeah, I I started up the game, and from there, I've been kind of hooked on Pokemon. I I'm definitely not at the level of other people, uh, like Phil. You know, Kube, Hina, and our Discord channel have all played the generations through. Have you as well? Yeah. yeah I, uh, I I skipped a couple. I didn't play like Platinum or Pearl or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hadn't played one since, like, I played Blue. I think I played a little Yellow and then didn't play anything until X. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching other people play it because I wasn't going to pick up another Nintendo console. Um, uh, I didn't even get it for my SP. But at that point, uh, I don't know. I guess I was too cool for it in high school. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wanted I wanted other I games it. on my SP. So 
I, I looked around, none of my friends had Pokemon anymore, and I just kind of dropped it. And I kind of regret that because it sounds like there was a lot of fun to be had in that in that franchise later on down the line. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon Blue was where, was where my interest in Pokemon started. And for those of you wondering, my first Pokemon and my still my favorite Pokemon, Bulbasaur. Hmm. I went grass. You're one of the weird people. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I know. It, 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 like in the Pantheon, it's like... It's like like Charmander and and Squirtle people like yelling at each other from across the aisle, and I'm over here just like you got a Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. He's got a plant on his back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So- Lettuce man. Solar beam and razor um, leaf. Come at me, bro. <laughs> I'll mess you up with my Charmander. Damn it, straight to hell. Um, of course, you're the guy who got Charmander. Yeah. You're Gary. I hate Gary. <laughs> I always named Gary him Asshat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's or something true. else. I think my that's sister did something really know. derogatory. <laughs> uh, I won't say it on this okay. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. We're getting into the good stuff. Number five for me is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Nice. Um, I hear good things. It's it's I think kind of a divisive game. Like you're either gonna find people who really, really love it, or you're gonna find people who really, really hate it. Um, I am obviously in the camp that really, really loved it. It was a very, very interesting take, um, on the kind of Zelda, uh, story. Um, to be fair, I haven't played any 2D Zelda games, uh, any of the old ones. Shame. Um, I know I've only played the 3D ones. If, if they get to uh, shame me for not playing Ocarina in this game, then I get to shame them for not playing A Link to the Past yeah. or the original. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, but it's it's a really just kind of like mechanically interesting game uh, with time travel and all these different masks that allow you to do uh, different things. And the story is just kind of bizarre and interesting. Um, That's another one really... that the game theorists came up with a theory about, actually. Uh, and I'll, yeah. I, yeah. If you're interested in crazy ass game theories, like you out there listening or you, Logan. Uh, definitely yes. check out the game theories because this one on Majora's Mask is actually pretty crazy. Yeah, I need to go need to go watch that because it's been a while. But uh, I remember things about that game that uh, I don't think I could have quite comprehended with my young adolescent mind. <laughs> um, but it's you know I'm a lover of uh, the 3D Zelda games, and Majora's Mask didn't disappoint at all for me. So uh, it easily makes the top five. Okay. Um, move. I'll move down. Uh, my number five. I put it at number five because of the like the time I spent in this game. Uh, the original Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. Uh, it was my first trek. No, not my first trek into racing games. I played a few at the arcade and stuff like that. But it was the one I I loved the most. I loved the abilities and the. Uh, uh, the items that you could get to to mess with other racers. I mean, that was the first time I realized how much I enjoyed messing with my my other players. Me, me and my sister played this game for hours and hours and hours. It was our favorite game uh, on the Super Nintendo for a long, long, long time. Uh, we we would even like <laughs> we would even place like not so much bets, but like. Like chores that had to be done that were uh-huh. that were uh, less favorable 
would go to the loser, whereas the winner got the more favorable chore and stuff like that. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a lot of really fond memories from it. Uh, and to this day, my favorite racer is still Yoshi. Yoshi's best. Yep. Yes. I agree. I enjoyed the crap oh, out of man. Yoshi. Uh, I also yeah. enjoyed uh, uh, Donkey Kong, but Yoshi was my favorite. If he wasn't mm. the, not we we never played like Super Mario Kart, but we played Mario Kart for the uh, the sixty four. Uh-huh. Um, my family did because we didn't have a you know a NES or SNES. Um, but Mario Kart is one of the games that we would just play as a family and would have a blast playing. Like my mom loved Donkey Kong. I played Yoshi. I don't remember who my brothers and dad played, but um, yeah, just, just so much fun. Yeah, it's a it's a great um, and it's, family and party game. Yeah, it's always satisfying. I don't know if uh, Super Mario Kart had the blue shell, but uh, no, being uh, being like in last place and being able to mess up the, fir- the first place, the first yeah, place, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not gonna win this, but I'm gonna screw you. Over. Yeah, you're not gonna win this either. Uh, no, the yeah, the, it's so good. The the worst for for um, Super Mario Kart was the red shell. But then that only screws up the yeah. guy in front of you. So, yeah. But uh, still good. good. Stuff. Still good. Um, all right, you're next. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number four is Donkey Kong sixty four, which is a, um, I guess an RPG style game with Donkey Kong. Is it really from the Nintendo sixty four? Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> Um, actually, not RPG. Is it like um, a platformer? No, eh, it's it's 3D. Um, it's, I would say it's more kind of like adventure gamey, kind of. Like you run around this island and you collect like bananas and you uh, fight these bosses and stuff like that. And there's like four, five different characters that you can play. There's uh, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, um... Lanky Kong. Oh, where are the other two? The the girl one. I can't remember her Is name. Is it Dixie now. Kong? Or Pic- I don't something think so. like that. I don't remember. Yeah, and then like there's this bigger one. Uh um, I, I remember seeing stuff about it though. Like, didn't you have to like be a certain character to collect certain color bananas? Uh-huh. A, yeah, a lot yeah, of people didn't like that. Like that. Uh yeah, it's another one of those games that you either like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh there's no kind of like, you know middle ground um but it's another one of those games that like we would play kind of like as a family we would just kind of trade off the controllers uh every now and then and uh again it was one of those you know in the eyes of a you know seven eight nine year old being able to run around this seemingly huge world play as these different characters um and just kind of do goofy fun things it uh, left a very good impression, and uh, I would love to play it again. Hmm. Remaster for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love the fact. Like, I, I love the way you worded that. Um, seemingly large world. You go back and play some of those games, and you're like, "Wow, this is tiny." And you're like, "Oh, wow, I'm no, I'm, I'm just yeah, not used like, to this scope anymore." Yeah, I bet you. Like, I bet you the starting area of Breath of the Wild was probably as big as the entire <laughs> Donkey Kong sixty four game. It's pretty big. It's pretty damn big. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we at? Number four. Four. All right. My number four is another Mario game. It's my favorite Mario game of all time. Is Super Mario three? 
I played the absolute crap out of this game when I was really young. Um, and to this day, I still know, I mean, it's not hard to know, like when you memorized it, but where all the whistles are. So you can just get to like one of the later areas really quickly. Um, <laughs> but I still enjoy going through it level by level. I, I still love uh, flying through the air with my Tanuki suit, which makes no sense. Tanukis <laughs> don't fly. Unless they, <laughs> do they do like the flying squirrel thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I sincerely I doubt so. it. So whatever possessed them, in whatever mushroom mushroom haze they were in because they had to be pretty high to think of some of the stuff in mario um yeah flying tanukis um the i mean it's not so much the story it's again one of those things that's just a a nostalgic thing for me that it's not just nostalgia i actually do i guess i kind of hesitate to say this but I, i got an emulator when i was going overseas because there's a whole lot of nothing to do on the open ocean uh, if you're not on watch or actively engaged. Uh, and I have, I had that and I still play it. I still play it. Like every now and again, the urge will take me. I'll plug in my USB NES controller and I'll, uh, I'll go to town on, on Mario three. Not for Mario three. But... Uh-huh. Didn't you, you plugged in that controller the other night? Oh, I did. I, I actually played, I did play uh, Mario 3, and I played, oh, you did. I wanted to play Mega Man 2, and I found out real quick, <laughs> I am no longer any good at Mega Man 2. I am terrible at that game. So, <laughs> I, I played Mario 3 to make myself feel better, uh, and then I moved on to uh, A Link to the Past, uh, which, nice. which is coming up soon. <laughs> Foreshadowing, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you're, cool. you're next. Number three for me is Pokemon Yellow. This was the uh, first Pokemon game that I played. Uh, I missed out on Blue and Red um, and got Yellow, um, which uh, I feel like it was probably a harder game because I think if my memory serves me correctly, you only get Pikachu to start this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, beating Brock, the first gym, was a pain <laughs> in the ass with a uh, with a, an electric type Pokemon. Um, but like uh, like you said, Carlos for uh, Pokemon Blue just really sparked that interest in Pokemon. Yeah, um, and there was a huge craze uh, collecting the Pokemon cards. Like I remember, um, like I, I feel like we had like a point system in our family uh, that our parents set up for like, you know, doing chores and being on good behavior and stuff. And if you had the most points for a week or whatever, you got to choose, you got to open up a pack of Pokemon cards and choose like two that you wanted. And then whoever was second got to pick a couple and then we would put them in like binders and stuff. Yeah. Um, so of course, you know, I, I got one of those holographic Charizard cards that who knows where that's at now. Um, but yeah, such, such a good game. Uh, a lot of great memories surrounding it. And, uh, I mean, they still hold up. All the Pokemon games do. Uh, I kind of, speaking of that first gym, yeah. did you ever watch the, the, the anime? Uh, yeah. yeah. You remember you remember how he beat Brock in that first gym with Pikachu? Yeah, didn't he, like, Thunderbolt him or whatever? No, what he did or was he set up the sprinklers. He, he, oh, up, he sped, set up the fire sprinklers in the, in the gym. And then he shocked him because, you know, water 
it does damage yeah. to rock types and then added with electricity it hurt him even more and i'm like why couldn't i do this in the game <laughs> yeah right seriously oh. next uh the next pokemon game that's you're gonna be able to do that <laughs> it's gonna be a remake and they're gonna allow for setting off the sprinklers um <laughs> okay yeah go ahead number three for you oh, okay uh my number three is uh <laughs> your number nine fire emblem uh-huh. awakening this was also the very first uh fire emblem game i ever played but i was instantly in love with it uh i love mm. the strategy uh I, I love the almost rock paper scissors type of way that the enemies um like deal damage to each other and that mm-hmm that makes like, you know, positioning so very important and, and understanding uh, enemy uh, movement, like that, how, how far and how fast they can move uh, critical. And then, like you said, uh, with the, the relationship thing, it was so like, I, it wasn't, it's not like the main reason I love the game. I loved, I loved awakening for its story. I thought it was a fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Um, but like having the ability to make your characters closer and bond like not just the marriage thing but even just like a friendship thing and having that friendship Mm -hmm. transcend onto the battlefield was so incredibly rewarding like after a long fight you're like god this sucked oh but look like and then after the fight you know you're like taking stock of everything and you you look at um you look at uh, your little screen and you're like, oh, these two can now talk to each other. Now they're going to go up a, a level in friendship. And I thought that was so cool um, that I like, that's why it's my number three is, is how, yeah. how much I enjoyed just about every aspect of awakening. It's a really good game. Yes. It's, it's really, phenomenal. Really if you like strategy games, if you like turn, and especially if you like turn-based strategy games, and I would highly recommend it. I would even recommend getting mm-hmm. a DS for it. It's it's worth getting the DS for, in my opinion. I concur. I agree with that sentiment. So, Fire Emblem Awakening, my number three, and your number two, sir. My number two is Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Um, this was also one of the first games I played on the Nintendo sixty four, um, and I was instantly in love with the game. Um, I love kind of uh, the like the fantasy setting um, that I hadn't really gotten before. Uh, Link was a you know interesting character despite not speaking at all. Yeah, definitely um, one of the best silent protagonists. Yeah, uh, Zelda was you know best girl, <laughs> um, and uh, just uh, the combat, the the variety, the the puzzle aspect of the the temples the you know the number of uh just things that you could do in that world uh the fishing the horse riding you know collecting you know the heart containers it's just it's like one of the most complete games um and you know despite its age still holds up in my opinion that's what a lot of people Uh, tell me yeah, I, I played it on my 3DS because they brought it to the 3DS as well, um, slightly up or whatever. Um, and while the controls are a little janky on the 3DS, the the overall gameplay was still um, very much enjoyable. Hmm. So 
I highly recommend it to anyone and everyone. Give it a shot because it's a really, really good game, and the story is pretty good as well. Um, yeah, a lot of people there, there's there's often a a, a divide uh, between best Zelda games, but I think <laughs> on the scale, um, uh, Ocarina of Time fans who say it's the number one Zelda game are more than the other side. Yeah. Speaking of the other side. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the other side, my number two is actually my favorite Zelda game of all time, and that's Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Uh, this was not the first Zelda game I played. The first one I ever played was on the NES. I never played Link's Adventure, the technically the second one, the side-scroller. Um, but yeah, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past was the first game that ever had me really trying to puzzle stuff out. Uh, so, I mean, I guess aside from Metroid, but like, like Metroid was just find stuff and find where it fits. Whereas a link to the past would give you clues to stuff and you had to kind of make out. And then credits like looking at it now through the eyes of an adult, it's not hard, but as a kid, this was very difficult and very challenging for me. And my uncles would be like, you want to hit, you want to hit? And I'm like, no, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> but like collecting all the items from like my favorite, the dash boots. Like when I got those, I felt so accomplished. I'm like, Oh God, I could go anywhere on this map. And then like you get the hook shot or, or even more fun. You get the, the flame rod and the ice rod. And even though it's wasting magic, you totally use them on, on enemy soldiers and laugh your, laugh your ass off. <laughs> um, Cause I'm evil. <laughs> nice. But, just everything about that game was so much fun. And to me, like, like exactly like you said about uh, Donkey Kong Country 64, to me, the map was humongous. Like, I mm-hmm. I was in awe at how much area you could go to in this game. And looking back at it, it's tiny. Like, I guess comparatively, the the map of... of uh, I mean, if they put it on a 3D scale... It'd still be pretty small. Yeah, it'd probably be maybe the size of the opening area of yeah. of uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just it was it was my first experience really loving a Zelda game because I did play, like I said, I did play the original Zelda. But when I played the original Zelda, you got to understand, I was like maybe two or three. I just uh-huh. swung the sword and stuff. I never beat it. All right, okay, I didn't. I didn't beat it until I was much older playing on an emulator. Uh, so I didn't understand what I was doing, but that was my first experience with a, with a really challenging, like a mentally challenging game that was also fun in the immediate sense of being able to kill bad guys and stuff like that and be a gardener because Link, the eternal gardener, <laughs> we're experiencing that in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> anyway, if, if you've yeah. never played it, where can you get it? Um, I want to say a link between worlds is supposed to be an adaptation, but I don't quote me on that. Uh, someone, someone uh, confirm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, I think it's similar. Uh, you can get it on your Game Boy Advance SP if you still have that. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I don't want to tell you to get an emulator, but it's a great game. So you know, shrug, wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to help you. <laughs> On the uh, on the download. Yeah, let's uh, let, let's transition. Let's transition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, time for my number one game. 
out of all Nintendo games, and that would be Super Mario 64. And here um, I thought it was going to be Superman 64. Superman 64, <laughs> the best superhero game ever made. There is no better game in the world. Um, you can fly, not really. Um, but yeah, Super Mario 64, the actual greatest game on the uh, Nintendo's ever made, um, is a uh, an adventure game where you play as Mario, um, and you, you want to guess what happens? <laughs> Peach gets captured by Bowser. <laughs> um, and so you go to uh, the castle uh, where Peach is at, and you have to hop into paintings and go to all these different kind of uh, mini worlds where you collect stars and stuff and you occasionally fight Bowser and then you, after you get enough stars, you can go fight him for the final time and save the princess and stuff like that. Um, It's just, again, it's one of those games that, um, and I feel like this one actually kind of holds up in this way, like it is a big game due to the number of different levels in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the number of paintings that you can go into off the top of uh, my head, but I would say it has to be at least, oh, I don't know, 15, maybe 20. Um, and each one is different uh, with different kinds of puzzles and different challenges and stuff. And it's just, it, you know, it blew my mind as a kid and still kind of blows my mind even now. And uh, I holding out hope that the the super mario odyssey game coming out this fall for the switch will be kind of a return to this uh style of uh mario game yeah uh so one thing i can say i i I never played it myself but this was one of the games i would sit at a friend's house and, and i'd watch him play it was the amount of challenge i think for this game i think it was perfect because like it, it's just challenging enough to be somewhat frustrating. Uh, but <laughs> like the way they build up from the first level, and this is again, just for me watching from the first level to, you know, each subsequent level, it's never terribly overwhelming. Like, yeah, you're going to die a whole bunch, especially like we were what, in middle school, uh, me and my friend when <laughs> yeah. he was playing it. And, uh, but it, it was just enough for us to be like, like, cause you know, I did, I, hated that controller so i didn't want to touch it anymore but i'd be like okay maybe you do this this and this and he'd try it and be like ah that didn't work okay maybe you do this this and this and uh i i I like the the new mario games in that sense i'm kind of hoping to be able to get some of those old ones on switch um Mm -hmm. uh, the one i'm actually uh I, i want that one the one I'm looking forward to probably the most is Sunshine. I really wanted that game. It's like probably the only game on the on the GameCube aside from Metroid Prime that I was mm-hmm. like, that looks like a lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah, it was definitely definitely different. But yeah, Super Mario 64 is great. Um, I don't know if you really can go back and play it anywhere. Uh, it might be on the, the DS. Um, but yeah, it's a really good game. And uh, I hope uh, that Odyssey can... Uh, Live up to my expectations. Odyssey, Odyssey looks interesting. Successor, if nothing yeah. else, I just I can't stand the fact that they put him in a human world where all the humans don't look like him. <laughs> it screams <laughs> Sonic Six. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay, your number one, sir. My number one might surprise some people. It certainly won't surprise DJ. Uh, 
<laughs> from the Discord channel. Uh, Chrono Trigger. This is probably if I had to if I had to list out my favorite games, this might take number one. Uh, mm, it wow. is a JRPG uh, in the traditional style of turn-based combat and um, really interesting stories. The uh, story, uh, again, I keep going back to Game Theorist this, this episode, uh, is actually <laughs> uh, biblically themed, which is interesting. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So it isn't really, it, it doesn't, it's not. <laughs> preachy for those of you wondering it's, yeah, yeah. it's just like a lot of the themes taken are from that uh you play as chrono the silent protagonist and uh you wake up one morning and it's the your your town's fair and you go to the fair and meet a girl there uh i want to say her name I, I i can never say her name right it's spelled m-e-r-e-l-e no m-e-r m-e-r-l-e merle merle i don't know it's a weird name. I always renamed her because that name sounds awful, but you'd like her. She'd be probably your best girl because she's uh, blonde. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. And, uh, it turns out, I guess, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil this. If you haven't played it yet, come on. It's been, it's been probably (laughs) over 20 years at this point. Um, she is actually the princess of this, of the kingdom you reside in. And Hmm. your best friend, Luca, uh, is building a, uh, like a transportation machine or like a teleportation machine or something like that. Well, Merle has this Merle. Uh, I hate that name so much. Uh, Morella. She, uh, she has this uh, pendant uh, and the, it like uh, makes the teleportation machine wonk out. So she ends up going back in time to like the medieval era. And from here, you like the whole um, uh, game is is like deals with time travel and all this stuff. Eventually, you find out that in your future, in the year nineteen ninety nine, uh, a beast that's been sleeping under the earth for like several millennia um, comes out. Its, it's name's Lavos, and he destroys like the earth. He doesn't like blow it up or anything like that, but like uh, civilization is decimated, and so you hop huh. between these really interesting time periods uh, to try and stop him. And and along the way, you collect people from the past. You collect a cave woman, Aya, best girl. Actually, Aya might be your your Uh favorite. She's also blonde. Uh, You collect a frog knight uh, from the medieval era. Um, Let me think here. You can collect a a robot from the future. There's just, there's so (laughs) much in this game and the story is so, so good. And the combat system uh, you you have you you get three characters on screen at a time, and based on which three you have, you can set up different combinations for like ultimate attacks. Uh, hmm. so it was a lot of fun as a kid mixing and matching. Uh, to this day, like a lot of people tell me that they like Luke in their team. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I pulled probably what Logan would have pulled. Uh, Merle yeah. and Aya, the harem. Merle and Merle yeah. and Aya, the two bots, <laughs> and we wrecked <laughs> shit. Oh my god, it was so much fun. So if you've never played it and you love JRPGs, you owe it to yourself to play Chrono Trigger. I myself have never played Chrono uh, Chrono Cross. Uh, I tried to get into it, but the combat system somehow escapes me. Maybe someday I'll have to sit down. It, it looks super easy, but I I. <laughs> 
there's a tutorial level where you fight this old dude and I always F it up and then I feel really stupid and then I put the game down and I'm just done. Uh, so um, maybe I'll have to pick it back up and try it again. But Chrono Crusade is by far my favorite Nintendo game, bar none of all time, and maybe my favorite game of all time. Uh, and if you give it a shot, try and find the PlayStation version. I think it's available. If you have a Vita, uh, which welcome to the club, uh, there's so very few of us. <laughs> if you have a Vita, it's a, the PlayStation version. I think is available, and that has cutscenes, and Aya looks hmm. very nice in the cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, do some research after this. Yeah, definitely. But uh, those <laughs> are our, our top ten and uh, uh, Nintendo games. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, we would love to hear what your top 10 or what even your just your favorite Nintendo game is, as well as uh, what you guys are thinking of uh, Breath of the Wild, if you have uh, the Switch or even the Wii U version. Also, shoot us your favorite Nintendo console. I'm kind of curious what, what everyone's favorite was. Mine's the NES, but that's yeah. because of Chrono Crusade or Chrono, Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Crusade was an anime. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, the 64 is definitely my favorite. Um, but uh, we'll see what the Switch can do. Who knows? Maybe it can uh, finally uh, sit atop the throne of best Nintendo console. Um, so far, I'm really liking yeah. it. I'm, d- I'm definitely digging yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the coolest systems I've ever used. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, you know, not to go back into Switch Shock, but despite the size of the tablet itself, um, it plays really well. It looks really good. Absolutely. It's smaller than I was kind of expecting, but uh, it hasn't been a problem at all. Nope. So, um, yeah, I want to thank you all for joining yeah. us. Um, uh, if you're interested in sending us, you know, again, your favorite Nintendo console, maybe your top 10 list, we'd love to hear them. Um, and all that stuff will we'll provide that information. I was actually going to do it right now, but I just remembered something. Okay. We have an email. Oh, I'm not sure. Sh- Let me I'm guess. Not sure if you saw it. It's I haven't, I haven't, but, uh, I hear it's good. I hear it might be the best email we've ever received. Uh, so Phil uh, was a little drunk last night and I could tell by the fact <laughs> that he was not spelling anything right. <sighs> for, for an English major, that is a big yeah. deal. I mean, it's forgivable, uh, but, like, everything was wrong. <laughs> yeah. So he might have been a little into the vodka. Uh, he's Polish. I can say that. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's let's dive into his his uh, his email. Uh, okay. Haiku. Not Haiku. Thank you, Phil. I effed <laughs> that up last time. One is, <laughs> one is sports anime... The other is this. Oh, okay, so that's that's how he started off. He started off his haiku questions with an effing haiku. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no questions this week. Sorry to disappoint. Can you forgive me? In lieu of questions, please accept drunken poems like the following. I'm reading your poems. <laughs> you trolled me. Oh, okay. Uh, this is good. Uh, I like this. So this might be lewd. I haven't read ahead, so... <sighs> there once was a man. Uh, we can there, edit it if we okay. Need. These are limericks. <laughs> I like dirty yeah, limericks. Oh, I'm not sure if you wrote them dirty, so uh, please forgive me if they are. There once was a man obsessed with love life. His wife, whose appro- approval is what gave him his drive. Uh, he got a tattoo for all to see. 
her perfect visage with Nico Nico D. But oh his tattoo God. artist sucked and spelled Nico Nico knives. I, I guess that works with love live drive and knives. I, I think I think drop the S and knife Nico Nico knife. Eh. Uh, all right, the second one. There again, he was drunk. I apologize. There once was a man obsessed with himself. His entire love, his entire love life, lived on his shelf. Uh, he was. He was a Mormon of two dimensions, and as a result of his lustful pretensions, it's no surprise that he has no wealth. Okay, I am confused about that one, Phil. You were obviously very, very drunk. I mean, I understand the uh, the concept. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little too long on the the sec or the third and fourth lines. Uh, yeah, back to the shop with you, Phil. <laughs> Yeah. Damn it, man. Work on you, it. You, uh, but, but well done trolling me because I hadn't read anything. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have read this <laughs> if I hadn't read it live on this on the, the podcast. Uh, anyway. That's really good. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. If you want to uh, email us or just contact us in general, you can shoot us uh, an email at mail.animearcade.gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at twitter.com slash anime underscore arcade um, or just at anime underscore arcade. Facebook.com slash anime arcade. Uh, Instagram is the underscore anime underscore arcade. Um, and if you want to join our Discord, uh, just hit us up on any of those and we'll uh, we'll get you an invite out there because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's a good time. Yeah, well, I- a lot of a lot of people. You can jump in voice chat if you want. You don't have to. A lot of people discussing stuff. The only thing we ask, because uh, everyone's invited, is just keep it civil. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple things before we go. I want to um, just say that Amazon is a heaping pile of shit, <laughs> and um, you know, I know I'm not the only one that had. Uh, switch launch day issues. Um, I feel like I'm actually fairly lucky in getting mine uh, the day after launch. Yeah, there, there are I people who still people, don't have it. Yeah, that aren't getting theirs till tomorrow or later this week. Um, I was incensed. Uh, I was very angry. Uh, and uh, they still, I don't think, have uh, redeemed themselves in any way. No, see, and um, this, this, would, this would be... Bad enough if it was just the first affront, but I mean, yeah. we also are dealing with a company that said, "Hey, you have a Prime membership. Why don't you subscribe to our new anime service?" So and pay sixty yeah, dollars a it's year. Just yeah, I feel like animes misstep after misstep. might be focusing a little too much on their original series and promotional stuff because they used to be an amazing like cup chipping company no problems yeah so yeah it's it's been pretty bad and uh i'm just uh you know immensely dissatisfied so i felt like i needed to get that out there and i know others are so you know feel free to share in the uh disappointment with me (laughs) um and uh to end on a uh you know a high note and uh kind of a cool thing uh this is episode 26 of the Anime Arcade Podcast, which means that we have been podcasting for a year. Oh, we did this with a chat. 
Uh, I know. Sorry, I know. Jeff. But um, to be fair, he yeah, he was he is unavailable. He had to cancel last mm-hmm. minute uh, to go take care of house stuff in New York. Um, but I'm we're we'll all be getting together in a few weeks for soccer con, so we will have a big old uh, celebration when we are all together. Um, in the the meantime, yeah, uh, we got a couple a couple more podcasts in between. Then uh, I think next week we'll probably or next. Uh, in two weeks, our next podcast will be our picks for the spring season. Already, which wow! Should I know? Which should be a very uh, uh, fun time. Um, and then we'll kind of fit another one in there before we're all together. And, so, uh, to uh, those of you who have been listening to us for the past year, thank you so much for doing so. Yeah, I know we haven't always had the most clean or polished podcast, but we have fun, and we uh, yeah. We like we we enjoy the fact that you're you know having fun with us as well, uh, so please do contact us. I mean we're we're pretty open. I mean there are very few times yeah. that one of us isn't on. Um, yeah, and uh, for sure, for those of you listening to post, uh, hopefully we're still around <laughs> for you to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, and I we do have some I think cool stuff in the works that hopefully we'll be getting out there yeah uh, some cool plans. i can't wait so yeah until next time thank you guys for joining us this has been the anime arcade podcast peace take it easy